in last week's Yatzeret newspaper, somebody asked from Israel Obach that to what extent should we daven for the hostages? So he answered, we're obligated to empathize and to daven for them and imagine it's our own children, our own parents, our own spouse that have been kidnapped. What would be in such a case, he said? You'd be so devastated. You'd be crying out to Hashem, running to Gedolim to get brachas. You'd be giving huge amounts of stockers, doing every type of shtadlis you could do. And that is exactly, he goes on and on how much you should feel when you think about these hostages that are there. That is the concept we have by Klaistol of Nois Boydim Chaveroi. It's not just feeling sorry, it's empathizing, putting oneself in that position, feeling for them. In this week's parsha, the Malach that came to heal Avram went to save Lloyd. And the Farishma asked the question, one Malach cannot do two jobs. So how could it be the same Malach that went to heal Avram goes to save Lloyd? So the answer the Welt gives is, it's the same, healing and saving is the same thing. It's difficult to understand what that means. Hatzola does saving, and probably you'd have, uh, does the healing, and probably saving would be maybe Chaveirim, uh, maybe Shoimrim, but it's not the same type of group of people who go in and take out, to go out and rescue somebody, or to save somebody. So what does it mean it's the same thing? So I once heard a pshat that it's one malach, and also there's another question. Is a shortage of malach mishmaim? Oh, we can use the same one. He can do another job. Why can't he send another malach? There's no shortage. So the reason is that there is only one malach here and there's only one job. That job is to heal Avram. But if, in order for Avram to have a refuah shalema, not just a refuah, a refuah shalema, how's that going to happen? That can only happen if his nephew is saved as well. But if he knows that his nephew is suffering, he knows his nephew is in trouble, Avram is not going to be able to heal. So the Malach that heals Avram has no choice but to save Lloyd. That's part of the healing of Avram, because Avram would be so broken. A Rafu has to always be a Rafu Shlema. Somebody wants to ask Rav Chaim, you say Buha, why didn't you say Rafu as well? Why do you have to say Rafu Shlema? So he said, because a Rafu has to be a Rafu Shlema, has to be complete. You can't do that in parts. Similarly, in this, this week's parasha, we get that when Sarah, when she has a baby, all the Akaris, all the women who weren't able to have babies, had babies. And why was that? Rav Pam explains. Because Akash wanted Sarah's simcha to be complete. She couldn't feel a complete simcha if the other people around her were suffering. She knew what it meant to be an Akara. And the others were still Akaris, how could she enjoy it? So Rabbi Yishlam did that as well. She was again, It's not an easy thing to do. The, there's a story of Napoleon. He was running from the Russians. And he found some uh, farmer who agreed to hide him in, in his barn. And he hid him there. And the Russians came searching. They looked around. And they can't find him anywhere. And one of them sees there's a, a pile of hay. That's where Napoleon was hiding. So he took a pitchfork and he put it, plunged it into the pile of hay. And he missed Napoleon by a quarter of an inch. And Napoleon, they didn't find him, and he got away. He escaped. After the war, 
he called this Russian and he told him he wants to reward him for saving his life. He says, what would you like? He says, I don't really need anything. I'm happy in my farm. But I have a question, he says. When that pitchfork came through, right next to your nose, at that moment, what were you feeling right then? What were your thoughts right then? So Napoleon said, you dare ask me if I was afraid? You asked the Emperor Napoleon if he had fear? You don't ask the Emperor such a question. Take this man to the firing squad. They take him out of the firing squad. They line up the firing squad in front of him. Ready, aim. And all of a sudden, a rider comes into a mess from Napoleon. He goes over to the man standing there about to be killed. And the message says, this is how it felt. In other words, there's only one way you're going to know how it felt. You have to experience it. The fear of you're about to be killed, about to be caught, it has to be experienced in order to feel it. But I think that's by Goim. By Yidin, we have this unbelievable koyach of being noisa bo'elim chaveroi. Even without going through it, we can empathize with somebody else. And we see this was taught to us by Moshe Rabbeinu. By Yigdal Moshe. And he went out and he saw Klai Yisrael suffering. By Yitzhah And he saw their suffering. And Rashi says, Nosan Einov Liboy Lios He put his eye, he put his heart, all his feelings, he felt for Klai Yisrael. And when a Yid does that, when he feels for another Yid, how does that parasha end a few pesukim later? By Yarelikim Hashem saw Espnei Yisrael by Yeda Elikim. And Rashi says, just like Moshe was not also neighbor Liboy, after that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw, Nosna Leim Leiv, HaKadosh Baruch Hu put his heart to them. V'loi Helem Einov, he didn't turn away, and the Rosh took care to take Klai Yisrael Mitzrayim. If we do ours, we feel a noise about Chaveroi. It's a shame HaKadosh Baruch Hu looked down and take care of what we need right now to be taken care of.